0: You're listening to the Never Heard of It podcast, a Night Shift Radio original. Every week we bring you the good, the bad, the weird, and lesser-known streaming movies. Hit subscribe for new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. Welcome everyone. We are back again. We're covering episode 2 of The Secret Invasion series, uh the brand new Marvel series on Disney Plus. Just as a heads up before you get too far into this episode, we will be spoiling all of season of uh, episode 2 yes. of the series and we will be talking all about the spoilers from episode one as well. So if you have not watched it yet, look, man, it's been like two weeks. What are you doing with your life? Like, like, let's go. Jump on it. Make better
1: choices. I said, we can't help (laughs) you if you continue to make these terrible choices. That's right.
0: Yeah, this is on you. Uh, But yeah, so um, pause, hit subscribe, uh, both on YouTube and your podcast player of choice. Come back and uh, then, you know, come back and watch this episode. For those of you listening, and if you're like, oh, on YouTube, I'd rather go there. You can hit us up at youtube.com slash at nightshiftmg and Look you do that. do the at nightshiftmg uh, in that URL and that'll bring you right to our YouTube channel where we post uh, brand new episodes every Thursday um, which is this this time they're on Monday for Secret Invasion this but on Thursdays we personal. post uh, <laughs> just kind of what's new in, in the world, what we're watching and that kind of stuff so you can catch up with us every Thursday that way but every Monday for the next four weeks. Yeah. 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 We're,
1: we're, we're, we're changing it up on you
0: as we as we like to do you know keep it fresh
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh and then you probably heard that other voice but just like we had last week we have one of the super pod hero cast guys on with us we're super uh excited Yay. to bring <laughs> back uh mr todd panic hey How are doing, sir?
2: thank you my friends happy to be here again i had such a blast when we did she hulk yeah so you guys extended the offer for secret invasion of course i'm in
1: Yes. You had to I come in. This. I love this. Yes, yes. Because, you know, yeah. Michael and I, we, we want to talk about the, the new hip things, but, like, it just feels wrong to talk about anything comic related without you guys. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, it's like, true. it just it feels dirty. Thank you, thank
0: you. <laughs> right, it's it's like cheating a little bit, yeah. right? You know, like you're like I don't want the wife to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, listen, we we have an
2: emotional relationship, I think we just need to acknowledge that. Yeah,
0: so. it's it's true. It is what it, it, is, what it is. Yeah. Uh, so here we are. We're going to talk about episode two now. Uh, episode one left off with a very big uh, cliffhanger. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So so episode one left off with the death question mark times a million of uh, Maria Hill. Uh, who did not turn into a scroll at the beginning of this episode. Ah. Right. Um, <laughs> that we know of. Kind of. That we know of. I mean, that was kind of the thing we were we were waiting for. So, so Todd, you weren't here for the first part of uh, last week. So how did you feel about Maria Hill dying? Uh, well, uh, you know, the
2: my news feed... So I, I'm not sure if I've talked about this on your show before. Casey and I are both incredibly paranoid about spoilers. We've been burned yeah. in the past it it annoys me and i'm fine with content that spoils my i think you need to do what you guys what you all did which yeah. is put the disclaimer up front tell everybody and then you can make an informed choice nothing there's nothing i hate more than a spoiler in the title of an article oh, or in the featured yes. image yes so i saw i saw an article pop up in my news feed but before i could even click away the the uh title had spoiled it and it was uh colby smalders Talk, you know, talking about leaving Marvel, leaving the MCU. I'm like, well, I guess that just tells me something. So uh, um, I, I, I was not specifically keyed in on was she a scroll, although that's a fair question, but I think I'm just generally paranoid now in the show, everyone's a scroll, right? Yeah. My assumption is everyone's a scroll until they die and don't transform.
1: Oh my god! So Michael had asked me literally right before you joined Todd. He's like, "What? What do you think of Maria Hill's quote-unquote death?" And I was like, "Well, I'm trying not to form any concrete opinions, literally until the end, because the whole point of this show is that you can't trust anything you see yeah. until you're told otherwise." And like, that's 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 the thing. That's the whole plot. Uh, so when I saw that, I like, I don't want to believe it's real, but also like. I am not an expert in like this era of the comics, but I know that yeah. there, there was a long period of time where Maria Hill was top dog at at shield where she was super fucking important and like i knew that name at a time when i wasn't really reading marvel comics at all like she was that big of a deal and coming into the mcu and what an underutilized uh, character she's been uh i really hoped that seeing her in this show was going to mean that like we're gonna see like okay like a, a like there's going to be a changing of the guard at S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, this is kind of Fury's last big hurrah, maybe. And, like, Maria's going to take over for real now. And then they kill her in episode one. And I was like, well, that sounds like what Foggy had intended, honestly. Because, like, yeah. it, like, obviously didn't really care that much about this character. Like, she felt like an afterthought the whole time. Like, it was at most fan service that she existed at all. Uh, yeah. And so, like, it, if, if they're saying that she's out of the MCU, like, that's not a shocker to me.
2: I, I think you're spot on there. I, I think you're spot on. I think, it, it and then if you layer in, forget the storytelling and the cinematic universe. If you layer in the real world of Colby Smulders is an actress. She mm-hmm. that's her profession. That's how she supports herself. You know, she's had some more f- prominent roles in various properties. But the MCU is is expanding and fragmenting, like going in all these different directions. At some point, the performers have to be like, "What is it worth to stay committed?" That I if they call i need to be available for these things so i get it i get it i mean yeah if if maria hill is dead and the death means something regardless of whether or not she's a squirrel cuz she's clearly you know fury's protege mm-hmm. um i think we got a i feel like we got a flavor of well fury has had proteges and clearly uh gravik i i think is filling that role in the whole like Betray the student betraying the ideals of the master, or did mm-hmm. the master betray the student? Um, but, you know, stories have to have stakes to mean something. And Maria Hill's death means something. If she stays dead, which is not a guarantee in the comics, so you know, yeah. in the comic universe, right? No one's, no one's dead. It well, used it, to be, it used to be Uncle Ben and Bucky were the only two people that everyone else comes back. They're and, really
0: allowed to die.
2: <laughs> yeah, and of course now, you know, you know, Uncle Ben came back and Bucky's come back, and yeah.
1: I mean, even Jason Todd came back. Um, That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but like, um, oh, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Michael, you had a a, a very important point about this. Well,
0: I was going to talk about, you know, the idea that Maria Hill uh, dying. I have two things about this. So one, I think it's really interesting and I know it's like an immediate after fact, but he He doesn't seem to beat up about it. Fury doesn't seem to beat up about uh, Fury dying or about uh, Maria Hill dying. I expected some sort of angry response. Yeah. like we're gonna get these, you know, we're gonna get these suckers now that they're, you know, they they took something from me. Mm-hmm. Like he has his moment of, you know, kind of tucking his tail uh, when he he's with Maria's mom. But after that, he's sort of like, Anyways, business as usual, and I was like, "That's weird." Yeah, which kind of made me feel like maybe she's not actually dead, and he knows that. But, um, but like, he—he's weird.
2: He did body side as well, though. Like he had, he was pulled away, and I think that I think that's all we get. I, you know, I think the overall tone of this series, boy, boy, this is not the light fun that no, uh, no, Miss Marvel not. was right. Like this right. is a bleak. I mean, it's clearly a you know spy noir, right? It's it's sure. bleak, it's depressing. Layer in, you know, as the I think the resident old person in the podcast here, like as a as a you know, Fury's also facing this idea, is he past his prime? Is he up to this challenge? Yeah. And as the people die around him, it's it's sharpening the impact of that or the ramifications of that question. So I mean, I I, I chalk that up to in his career Sadly, Hill is just the latest one of his friends to die. It's just right? another like, one gone. Right? I mean, you need, you kind of, like, if they recast for a split second uh, Danny Glover as Fury, he's getting too old for this <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> too old <laughs> for this <shit. laughs> Right?
1: I mean. Right. Uh, Michael, I think you nailed exactly what I, like, brain blanked on, was that, like, it just felt so, like, okay, she's dead, move on. And, like, yeah. it didn't have the hard-hitting impact that you would expect from a character like Maria Hill dying. And it's really hard at this point to to trust whether that was, like, as Todd mentioned, maybe another misdirect. Or, or you know, Michael, I think you were hinting at that, too. Like, maybe she's not really dead. Or maybe the writers just didn't care. Or... It's just fury like recognizing like this is part of the game. I've got to stay focused and I'll grieve my friend later. Like and I like I wouldn't be shocked if we got a moment like that where like he finally has a chance to stop and just breaks down like like now I finally have to like face that like I lost one of my closest allies and closest friends. I don't we don't know yet.
0: Yeah. Um, now, Todd, you were you were starting to talk a little bit about uh, Gravic, yeah. Um, and this was actually something that I predicted in in our episode one episode, where I was like, sure. I was like, as soon as I saw Gravic, I was like, got it. Uh, he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna. We're gonna see Gravic as a kid. Nick is gonna take him under his wing. He's gonna grow up and then feel disenfranchised because, you know, he still hasn't found him a thing. He's gonna like. Anakin, this, is, this is all the story. You <laughs> were supposed to know, uni- I mean, is, right? Like, it's literally yeah, that, the so. chosen um, wasn't Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's, So I was like, this, this is the plot we're gonna get, and this episode kicked that off, basically proving that uh, that plot. So the first thing we see is Gravic as a young child mm-hmm. uh, coming to Nick Fury. Um, with uh, Nick Fury's wife, that was a big mystery at the end of the episode. <laughs>
2: the, you know, there was a little breadcrumb. I think it was in episode one because I watched them. Uh, we were just kept, we were down in New Orleans, little vacation trip. Saw Ooh. Amanda okay. Palmer, the Dresden Dolls, uh, yes, um, which was incredible. Um, but so I, I I didn't see episode. I was traveling for episode one, and then I had to wait and saw one and two together. So I can't remember if it was one or two, but there was a line dropped. Somebody asking, was it, it wasn't Talos. Was it Hill maybe? Asking Fury if, like if he, like if he was, why he was doing this, was he doing this for somebody else? And I was like, that's a line that means something. Yeah. I thought, I thought there was this whole three-way triangle. Triangle. I thought maybe Fury was in love with Talos's wife. And and then I thought we were going to see like, is Gaia half-human, who she actually loved child. So I I had this whole mental theory, that's not it. The end of episode two, when we see Fury's wife, I I will admit, did not see that coming at all. Full
0: surprise. Yeah. I mean, both both on the fact that he has a wife and the fact that she is a Skrull, um, both of those things were surprising to me. I mean, we always kind of had the little bit of hint that like, you know, I said it last episode and I said it before, but like, you know, he's Nick Fury. Even his secrets have secrets, yes. you know, like, so it's been very implied, you know, and, and uh, in Captain Marvel, you know, she even says like, you know, what about your wife and kids? Don't have those. Well, what would they call you? Fury, you know, and she does call him Fury. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That's, yeah, I yeah.
1: mean, that's that's A plus continuity right there.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it, it does. It, I think it does really cement, because I also had a split second in that flashback um, where we see... Talos introducing Fury to the Skrulls and Fury basically enlisting them. You know, there was a minute where, like, Talos spoke of Fury almost like he was almost like like a like a culture hero, right? Yeah. Like, really elevated. I was like, boy, I mean, I was thinking back to Captain Marvel. I was like, yeah, I get it, but boy, they feels like they've really pushed that. But but if you accept the fact that not only has Fury welcomed them and actively worked on their behalf and has a relationship with one of them. I think it makes that transition a little, it makes it make a little bit more sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he truly is accepted by this group of scrolls.
0: Yeah, he feels very integrated. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Which, which then was such a great shift. And I love the scene, Talos and Fury, when Talos tells him how many scrolls are on oh, Earth, which I- th- God. Like the the, the betrayal, right? this is, I mean, I, I think we have this overarching issue with the MCU. And, again, and I've said this certainly on our podcast, but, you know, the, the MCU is now looking more like Marvel Comics, right? Where you have a Doctor Strange comic where he goes off into the Dark Dimension and he's fighting, you know, Dormammu. Um, and you have the Avengers and they're out fighting the Kree Scroll Wars and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man and Luke Cage are fighting a street gang in Harlem, and all of those coexist. I, I think some people watching the movies and in Disney Plus shows are upset by this fragmentation. Yeah, I I'm just accepting like not everything interconnects. Uh, this I was surprised at the tone of this series. The first two episodes, this is not a. This is not a superhero show, right? It's no. definitely a, an MCU show, but if you go into this expecting a superhero show, you're going to be surprised. But again, all the, the the angles they're exploring on this story really interesting. And if you're like, I want this kind of dark noir spy thriller, great, you got. If you liked Winter Soldier, we're going to go even further in that direction.
1: And I think the I think the universe kind of had to, to reach that fragmentation point because you can only carry one singular thread for so long. And you know, so far I think Faye's done a, a pretty good job of it, regardless of what you might think of individual installments. And the yeah. fact that you can have a strong opinion about one individual film and still keep watching the rest speaks to the the strength of that. Um but I like I particularly loved that scene and well, I don't know that I agreed with Fury's reaction. Um, I think it was absolutely right because you have these these different schools of thought in sci-fi. You either have uh, humanity's alone in the universe, and we we do space travel, and maybe we get to the moon or Mars. Maybe we conquer the whole galaxy, a la Asimov. Um, You have. Uh, humanity exists alongside other species spreads out into the universe and is uh, either like arguably like in charge, like a a star Wars type situation or like well-respected, but still like in conflict species, like in star Trek where like you meet so many alien races and like, there's still, like, an, an odd degree of deference paid to humanity. In yes, so the
2: marketplace you, of, uh, of civilizations, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then you have stories like this that recognize that, like, humans are nowhere near either of those uh, potential futures. Uh, and when the universe finds its way to us, we're probably not going to react well to that. So, when Talos <laughs> tells him, like, uh, like you were gone and even when you came back, you weren't here, so what was I supposed to do? You promised us a home, I found us one, here, on Earth, I invited everybody here, we're already here, Fury, you were scared of an invasion, it's already happened, like, there's over a million of us, and Fury's like, we can't get along with ourselves, there's not room for another species here! He's absolutely right. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It's very interesting about this too because I'm I'm feeling very conflicted about the idea of it, and at at the moment I'm very biased against Fury, uh-huh. you know, and and Carol Danvers to a way because Talos is right, like he, you know, Gravik is right. Right at this point, Gravik is is right. He had thirty years, and you know, he spent what ten years of it uh, fighting with the Avengers, but what was he doing for the first ten years? And then the last 10 years, he was blipped out up on a space station. So, like, what you wasted 20 years, you know, outside, like, look, we'll give you the 10 years of the Avengers, Uh right? We'll give you that, like, obviously big things were happening, world-threatening things were happening. But you had 20 years on the front and back end of this, and you know, Carol disappeared. Carol never came back to... She came back once yep. that we know of, you know, and, and you know, does something on Earth. But, like, that was it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm kind of with Gravik at the moment. Like, they need to win me over to Fury's side because at the moment, I'm not. I don't understand <sighs> why it took 30 years.
1: Like, Gravik and, to an extent, Talos also kind of proved that, like, while, like, the idea was to find, like, a new Skrullus, essentially, like, to find mm-hmm. a new planet, it proved that, like... Whether humanity's ready for it or not, like, it works to just put them here on Earth because there are places they can occupy that we can't. Uh, you know, fixing my my, my fuck up from, from last week where I forgot that they were immune to radiation with the whole plot of them living on a, a, <laughs> a defunct nuclear power plant. Like, there's plenty of that. Like, there's plenty of places that we can't really occupy that they probably could. And, like, let's say that you even, like, you know, whether they put the best minds at S.H.I.E.L.D. on it or, like, they they tap some Wakandan tech or something like that. You could create a protected world where these this whole refugee civilization can
2: exist until we're ready. <laughs> you, you know the re- the reality is uh, <laughs> so a million people on Earth honestly is not it is not pressing our limits. And I've actually read so I go you know I go back and forth between optimism and cynicism, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I see a show like 19 and Counting" with the Duggars, which if you haven't watched that new docu series on it, Pass. it's even worse than it w- than my initial I, I, I reaction was imagine. when it came out. Oh my god! Yes. But you know, I see a, I see something like that. I'm like, if every family had 19 children, we would you know doc you know Malthus would be right. Like we would you know starve ourselves off the planet. I've also read that with technology, with uh, GMO crops, which are not you know, automatically evil. Like we actually our planet can support, you know, more than the people we have here today. A million scrolls on Earth is not the problem. The problem is, and I hate to say this, but it's it's the central concept of the walking dead, right? The monsters are us, we are the monsters. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm wearing uh if you're on YouTube, I love, you'll it. See I love it my Rainbow Marvel shirt, but you know, coming out of the uh end of June and the incredibly depressing uh activist supreme court we have like yeah yeah we'll uh you know we don't need an external threat we're fully capable of cannibalizing and uh, destroying ourselves and mm-hmm. i mean again fits with the bleak tone of this of this series but boy this one is not the feel good uh lighthearted romp that some other mcu no. ones have been yeah. and that's why i say
1: like i don't necessarily agree with fury but i still think he's right
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, it's the Tommy Lee Jones from Men in Black. Like, you know, why don't we just tell people? He's like, well, a person is smart. You know, a person can rationalize and understand. (laughs) He's like, people are big, dumb, panicky beasts. And you know that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's literally what it is. Like, you know, you can tell one person, hey... There's a million scrolls here and, like, let me talk you through it. Like, they've been here for 30 years. You would never know the difference. And you can rationalize with them. But when a whole population of people, you know, sees a scroll die on live TV, which is bound to happen in this uh, series. It has to. You know, there's so many bodies that that just just get left
2: around. It's going to happen. It's 100% going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: That, you know, you're going to get a bunch of panicky people or like that. But... The thing we have to remember is these people already know aliens exist. Yeah, it's true. Because of New York, Uh like, and Thanos. So they already know that aliens exist in this world. Like, this is not a new concept to them. The problem that's going to catch them is that they've been here for 30 years. And there's a a million of them. Listen. there's a million of them and they can be anyone. One,
1: yeah. well, the, like they've also like they've been exposed to the idea that aliens exist but like that exposure essentially proved our like most primal fear that they exist and they're hostile.
0: Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Worst York case scenario. Yeah.
1: Like the, like human yeah. like earth's exposure to aliens in the MCU is damaging.
2: Where, whereas ironically if just play this out for a second if in the Captain Marvel in the 90s, when the scrolls arrive, if we have this revelation and we see them as refugees who need help and we can assist and it unites the globe, right? Like, but the decision, and it kind of like goes back with this thread through with fury, right? That mm-hmm. secrets have consequences. You know, I feel yes. like Cap really kind of leans in on that. If they if different choices had been made, if our first contact with aliens had been they are imperiled and we as a humanity as a planet not as a nation but as a planet can help them this intelligent race and we can work together and learn from them your introduction would have been we're not alone and look at the good we can do right yeah, of course yeah. that didn't happen so to your yeah. point the first existence of aliens is the battle for new york yeah yep. you know you know brie you you just said you know the uh the, the, or I'm sorry, Michael, the people are, a a person is smart. People are dumb. Yeah. Uh, That idea, you know, shout out to the grandmaster of science fiction, Robert Heinlein in Methuselah's children. There's this whole uh, fictional social science that is basically like group psychology or group sociology. And it's exactly that point, right? The existence of long lived people among us, and it explores that exact same concept. Like, yeah, yeah. One-on-one, people can be rational and understand things and work through things. But you put, you know, the law of large, you put people together and we, it's like we instantly go down to our lowest common denominator, right? Our basest instincts.
1: I might yeah. be inserting a false memory, but I feel like he also, like, toys with that notion in Starship Troopers, too, because there, there's a, a a lot of interesting Sociological uh, stuff uh, bandied about there that I feel like he, he touches on the idea of yeah. like the the problem of the masses.
2: Yeah, I mean, spin-off podcast. I'd be happy to argue why Starship Troopers is not fascist, despite thank you. Current...
0: It is. We did that. We actually covered. Come that, on, uh, seriously. We covered oh, Starship of the Troopers. Movie? Well, the, yeah, the movie the is movie. a
2: horror what, show but the
1: i mean the book the, is phenomenal how dare you the movie is one of the greatest <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, of the 20th century N- name and all here
2: and nowhere <laughs> listen c- l- just name it bug troopers and i'm there for it don't don't <laughs> name it starship troopers
1: I think, I, I mean, I think it's a terrible adaptation of the film. I think it's a fantastic movie uh, for Fair. entirely different reasons than Fair. the book was fantastic. Uh, and I think Verhoeven had his read on it and he went his direction and it made sense for what he was trying to do, but it gave people the wrong impression of what Heinlein was trying to tell, uh, which was like, I think more appropriately bastardized and like watered down for people in Ender's game than it was in Starship Troopers, the film.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Now, I might try but I, so, I, have been sorry, sorry, this I know we're going a far afield, but this is I mean, like we're this is what when you get into this realm, right? Like you talk about yeah. They,
0: they relate. They relate. Uh huh. Uh huh. i so I wanna I wanna, <laughs> I wanna digress a little Pepecilia. bit because I had I had an idea when we were talking about like the aliens and stuff like that. Is Thor an alien? Technically,
2: yeah. Yes. Yes. Is he? Uh-huh. Yes, because he's not a god. I mean, that's made very, very clear, right? They are. Yeah. I mean, it's the uh, Arthur C. Clarke: any technology and sufficient it's amounts is industrial technology. Yeah. From magic, right? So. Yep. Yeah, the Asgardians are aliens far afield, and Thor even says it right: like our science, you call it magic. Yeah. You need to call it magic. Yeah. Right. Yep. So yeah, Asgardians are aliens, hundred percent. Yeah. Interesting. Which you almost go down this route until. The Doctor Strange movie shows up in the MCU in which you could very easily say there's no such thing as magic it's It's all just science that we don't necessarily understand yet. i f- I mean, you could even make the argument that even I mean back to the Robert the, Heinlein, one of my one of my favorite books of his I feel like is the you know, goes under the radar a lot is Glory Road, and okay. it takes the same kind of tack like it's a it's a fantasy adventure. But it's like fantasy is just a way of describing magic or technology that we don't understand. And he presents it very clearly that way. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. But, yes, uh, Thor's an alien was the it, Thors an there.
0: alien? <laughs> <I> <laughs> Thor 4 kind of says otherwise because he goes to the realm of gods and all that sort of thing. Oh, but... fair. Fair. But, but uh, like, or there's... are they
2: just more aliens?
0: Are they just more aliens? That's right.
1: the whole idea. I mean, like, I feel like it, it almost it almost drifts into, like... Giving validity to the ancient aliens nutters, uh, but like the whole idea, like you know, these were aliens yeah. and like interacted with humans who didn't understand them and began to worship them as god. And we see that as sure. a fairly common theme across sci-fi. I mean, even the Star Trek franchise has touched on that. I mean, that literally happened in was it? Uh, it was Into Dark, I think, the the one where they start off on the the planet with the the the, the people who see them take off in the starship because they're trying to save them from the volcano. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, yeah. I- they Begin yeah. crafting a religion around this starship that they saw, and there's it, other instances that. Is it that hands. like
2: the whole idea behind the Prime Directive is that basically, yeah, like just be just being exposed to these other people can f, f them up, right? I, I don't yeah. remember. It's just an R-rated podcast. I don't remember what. Oh fuck like. yeah, no, it is. okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, excellent. Yeah, <laughs> it'll fuck them up, right, dude? Come on, yeah. <laughs>
0: But back yes, to Secret definitely. Invasion. Yes. Well, so yeah. So speaking of technology, uh, we learned that Gravik is building some pretty far-fetched technology using Kree. We learned last episode he's using Kree technology to basically capture the minds of people, so that when when they shift into the person, they know all of the things that they know. Yeah, which, which isn't a, this a departure
2: from everything that I remember in the comics. Which I you know could be an yeah. error that I missed, but I thought that was a really interesting like. Let's update this. How would this work? And it really, I mean, it makes it all much more insidious, right? It's a yeah. little
1: bit fucked up that, like, they spent so much time fleeing from persecution and oppression and genocide from the Kree, uh, only to turn around and use some of their, like, kind of nastier technology against humans. Uh, yeah. And, like, I, I, I think we're definitely being set up for a, like, look what you've become, graphic sort of scenario. Sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so Gravik, and this answers my question from, or all of our questions from last week, uh, too, which was how are they going to do Super Scrolls without the Fantastic Four? Yeah. I, and now we know. I, um, w- we, I wondered, like, while I was
2: watching the episode, I'm like, are we actually going to get, is Gravik going to become the Super Scroll? Are we going to get Super Scroll before Fantastic Four? And it'll just be. Well, he does. We see it in the trailer.
0: Here. For the for the show, we do see Gravik stretch out his arm. and Oh, do the I totally. Thing. Oh, I did not.
2: Yep. I did not yeah, see that trailer.
0: Okay. Yep, that's in one of the trailers. So, and that is not uh Mr. Reed Richards. It is in fact Groot. Is where he's getting that ability from, which we see yeah. on the computer screen. Yes, yeah. that, oh, that the that was four really powers smart. he's stealing. I did yep, not we're getting.
2: I did not understand that. That I didn't perfect. process. Yes
1: that either i i processed that like the name made sense like was like okay this is important somehow groot's involved but i didn't recognize why
0: oh that's so so smart so the four samples is how we're going to get the super scroll we're going to get groot for the stretchy yep we're going to get the frost beast which is going to be uh i would assume the catch of invisible woman instead it's going to be ice okay uh, i would assume um we have call obsidian well, who is going to be our thing, our, our strength brute, that's going to be yep. thing yep the big the big strength part of it um and then we have extremis which is going to be the healing and the fire got it yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. i mean listen if this is who is is secret invasion going to be the stealth way to get the Fantastic Four into the MCU. I'm... I got so excited about that, I literally threw my pen. Um, <laughs> that's
1: if
2: what you're I said. watching this on YouTube, you saw it. <laughs> that's what I So that's literally what so I So that
0: has been confirmed no. Ah, uh, oh. The showrunners did go on record saying Damn. there is no Fantastic Four in uh, the Secret, in secret Invasion. But, but again. But that could
2: be, does this, pre- <laughs> like, we that's probably a very specific answer. Them, but like, yeah, well, that,
1: that feels like another misdirect for a show that's all about misdirects.
2: <laughs> but but even if the Fantastic Four aren't in the show, that statement is true, but it also doesn't mean that it's not set up like it doesn't Blank. lead to Fantastic Four. I, I mean, yeah. I, th- you know, I think we know Feige plays the long game. So, yeah, I, true. I, I mean, I would not be surprised if we've already seen breadcrumbs and did not recognize them for what they were. He
1: plays the long game so much that he did a whole defunct Shield series just so he could kill Marion <laughs> Hill in That's the first it. episode of this,
0: right. right? Which she wasn't even in at That's all. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, speaking of Fantastic Four, there is uh, the most recent news is that Adam Driver is out as Reed Richards. I heard he priced himself. Matt Smith is in. What? Uh, Matt Smith is Reed Richards. Ah, uh, right? he's
2: he, chemist, he, he the he the one of the doctors, right? He's the from the
0: Crown uh he was yes. al- yeah he's also yeah, yeah. oh i, I love him see so see much it. i love him i can so see much. it uh but it'd be very interesting very I, interesting but he's yeah and a Adam fine price himself out of supposedly it's, it's, it's not like,
2: reed
1: richards it's not who i would have picked but i am excited to see it because i love him so much
0: i like yeah that's where i meant uh, you know this is not a like oh my god he would be a great reed sure, richards sure. is like the he's really great i would want to see him as reed yes, richards yes, you know agree
2: uh, well I you know, no spoiler, but you know, if folks are in the Syracuse area at the end of July and they come yeah. to our live nerd debate event this year at Bullfinch Brew Prep pub on Saturday July 29th at p.m. uh bullfinch brew yeah I can't do it both bullfinch brew pub on Saturday July 29th at 7.30 PM. Uh, Bullfin- brew- yeah. <laughs> <Bullfinch laughs> 7 p.m there might be a question about the Fantastic Four in the MCU so I have thoughts but I can't respond here because I yes. can't give I can't I can't, you know, reveal my strategy to the other contestants because I'm going to destroy them this year. Oh, and shit. finally <laughs> take my crown as the rightful champion of oh, nerd debate. Oh, right. yeah. shit. The gauntlet so is dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if you can't make it live, that episode will go up over on the Super Pod Hero Cast feed. Yep. Um, so if if you are here from the Super Pod Hero Cast feed, hi, welcome. Yeah. Um, hi. But if you're here on the Nahoit feed... Make sure you subscribe to the Superpod Hero yeah. Cast if you haven't already. We've talked about them extensively for the past almost five years now, um, <laughs> so definitely make sure you're subscribed to them. They're on their summer break, but new episodes are still coming out this uh, this summer as they release episodes from behind their pa- uh, Patreon paywall, which yep. is going to be pretty exciting.
2: And I just edited today a uh, first time ever we we did a double feature for a summer oh. bonus, so that'll come out uh, in a couple weeks here, so you can hear that before Nerd Debate, and then. Come down and join us for nerd bait. It's gonna nice. be funny. It's we'll, gonna we'll be. be like, yeah. yeah, we'll be yelling at each other.
0: It'll be good. I'll be there. It's yeah. gonna be great. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So, so this is this is what we learn. You know, we learn in a torture scene. Which again, if you were to remove the aspect that everybody's a scrawl and just say that they're a spy instead this is no different than any spy show on Netflix all of the the Jack Ryans the diplomats mm-hmm. you know the night agents yep. you know all of those shows there they're, it's all you know it's all kind of falling into place like a very typical spy show not that that's a detriment to this it's great it's cool because it's Marvel mm-hmm. but this is a very standard fair spy show right yeah. now who's yeah. who's secretly the spy so we see I, who you know I only thought twice about um you know I, I barely thought twice about in episode one but episode two she really steps up to the plate um but we got fallsworth coming in and uh you know just love her coming into that that thing yeah todd uh so
2: i i you know every once in a while my wife laughs at me she and i watched this uh yesterday and i exclaimed i blurted out oh my god fallsworth uh so fallsworth is the family of union jack who's an Long, uh-huh. old-time Marvel hero fought alongside Cap in the Invaders era, right? Like, literally Ooh. World War II. Yeah. And is also a character, not the female, but the Fallsworth family is also a character in the greatest two-arc Captain America seri- story ever. I think it's, oh, I'm going to get it wrong. It might be 276, 277. It's Captain America versus Baron Blood. John Byrne uh, wrote and drew it. Go check it out. But when when she said Fall when he said Fallsworth, I freaked out because I mean it probably means nothing, you know, it's dropping a name, but I mean, I again
0: the beauty of it is I don't know. Maybe it's gonna mean something. I don't know. Give me Union James. Maybe, 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 Jack, maybe down cool. the road. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got what two new Captain America movies, and Chris Hemsworth is rumored. Well, Chris Hemsworth is rumored to come back in Deadpool three. Uh, which is pretty interesting. Oh, I have not uh, Chris heard Hemsworth, that one. Owen Wilson, uh, Loki—they're all supposed to be coming in Deadpool Three because it's going to be a TVA storyline. The TVA go after Deadpool for what he, all the time traveling he did in Deadpool Two. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. He deserves yep. it. And Wanda is supposedly in it as well, which is going to be crazy interesting if that's if that comes true. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: sorry, it's Cap. Two fifty four is one of them. And I think two fifty five is the next. But that's you the
1: honestly weren't that far off. I wasn't like, that far we, off. Yeah, yeah pretty <laughs> pretty,
2: <impressive>. pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so, Fallsworth comes in, uh, one of the scroll terrorists is captured, um, you know, Fallsworth come in and, and you know, I, this is an amazing scene, uh, every, like the whole, everything written about this scene is just flawless, you know, she opens the door and he's like, how did you get in the door was locked? And she goes, well, now you've learned something about me indoors. Uh, and then she's like, "Where is he?" And he's like, "Uh, he's like, who are you? That's above your pay grade. Uh-huh. Where is he?" Yeah, and he just motions to the back, and this is great, uh, beautiful, beautiful seat. Like, shows it was a great way to really introduce the depth of her character, which we did not get in in episode one. We yeah. definitely got that she is powerful enough to to be a uh, smart ass. You know, like she's she's you know definitely have the the power she's Fury's to mouth peer. off. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. That she can mouth off to Fury and be like, fight me over it. Yeah. Like, and he's like, No, I won't, you know. <laughs> so, Played by like, the
2: wonderful Olivia Coleman,
0: by the way. Oh, who's just beautiful in yeah. this role, like absolutely perfect. Um, but this whole scene where you know she gets the information out of the uh, scroll agent, which is where we learn that Dalton is the doctor that is gathering the samples to create a super scroll, which we, you know, we don't know that exactly yet. Um, but we can put that information together based on the trailer and what we know of the Skrulls. Uh, but that scene, masterful. Just incredibly well-written. Uh, really excited to see her more in the show if she gets more scenes like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But is she a scroll? My is
1: thought anyone?
2: was that she was. Obviously, I mean, that yes. was... Which again, right? Like, that's what... We're, we should be paranoid. That This show is about paranoia. Yeah. Uh, I 100% thought she was until... She snipped his finger, and she's like, "Well, that confirms it, right?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't know. But then she asked about the rabbit hole going in. So she d- did. She know that someone would be coming, and she needed to yeah. make sure she had a escape. I, I mean, again, she, she's everyone's. That has
1: yeah. all the contingencies planned for, like ahead yeah. of time. She yeah. covers her bases. Her and, secrets like, have
2: secrets. Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> and she doesn't leave things to chance, and I loved that. Like just that casual mark. You know, where's the escape hatch just in case? And then again, it's like, what do you like? Why would you like? Just, just leave just me alone. A longer.
2: feeling?
0: Yeah. She, she says, just, just a, a hunch. hunch. Just, just a, a hunch. hunch. Yeah. And Which is great. She's
1: just absolutely right. And like, of course, the moment she hears the gunfire, she's like, "That's my cue," and just like, yep. Saw yep.
2: I got like, what I needed, right? Like, yep. and wasn't even upset. Like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Um, yeah. I think it's really, she's a great addition. What about Khaleesi as Gaia? Like. <laughs> she's doing great. I mean, she was, she was not in a lot of this episode. Sure. Um, but we're already starting to see the doubt play on her face. You know, when, when she's leaving the scene of the bombing, she's kind of like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is, this is a big deal. Like this is more than I signed on for you know, we see her secretly looking at, you know, she follows, that's how we learn about the the super serum or the the, uh, secret uh, DNA samples. And she's the one who finds the four samples that they've collected so far. But he was looking for a fifth um, because he even says like, did you find the sample? And he's like, no, every time he sent me to find this specific sample, I can't find it, you know, so like, I don't know. So we don't know what the fifth potential sample is and if they ever even find one, but apparently there's five of them, so. Interesting. So what
2: would be the, what would be the, so, is it I Cap? Mean, is it the Super Cap? Soldier is Serum? Is it Hulk? Is it Captain yeah. Marvel? Like, power cosmic what do you yeah.
1: say i mean power cosmic maybe
0: yeah yeah well i mean the thing is that the scroll are already super strong they've made a point to say that and show that in yep. the series so far so captain america may not be the one right uh, hulk maybe but yeah. they've already got call obsidian so like and, i'm and, not sure
2: and hulk you know they, this is definitely the i think we've seen the the i feel like we've seen over the course of the mcu that this hulk is the ultimate hulk right like Banner's it's work from was the super, serum. Yep. super soldier, right? Which yeah. again, if if you if you view it as it's not about making strong, but about enhancing everything you already have, then it is potentially valuable, right? It like, could be that, yeah, yeah. But yeah. well, I, mean, yeah, I mean,
1: there's also a case to to suspect that they might be interested in Carol Danvers because the scrolls do know about Carol Danvers,
2: sure, 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 sure. and she's the most pop- you know the Kree's paragon of uh warrior, right? Like mm-hmm. they're mortal enemies, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, could be interesting. Yeah. So, final thoughts on this episode. What, do, what did you guys think of this episode? How do you think the show's going? I think Rodi
2: was a dick.
0: Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about Rodi. We got to talk about Rodi real quick. The yeah. speculation,
2: uh, of course, is that Rodi is a scrawl.
0: Rodi's a scrawl. Yeah. Like, it's almost too obvious. If not, it's kind of like, what happened to you, dude? Like, because he is, he acts completely different than he has in every other movie. Yeah. yeah, You know, Rhodey's always been like a, Hey man, toe the company line, yeah. you know, kind of guy. But like, this was different. But, I
1: mean, there is precedent for how he acted in the Iron Man trilogy. Like he turned on Tony real fast. Uh, yeah. And he turns on cap in the, uh, in, in the civil war. Civil so war, like, there's precedent, true. but like this takes it even further where he's just like, he seems to delight in being a dick. Rather than just, like, I'm doing my duty and, like, you should, too. He's like, nah, this was fun for me. I chose this.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, nothing to, uh, I think you're spot on, Brie. I uh, 100% agree. I mean, if, you know, Rhodey's a company man and the company is the United States of America.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That has always been the case. Uh, You know, of course, we got the classic, uh, you know, spy line from Fury, you know, he's like, uh, you're out. And he's like, you know, I'm Nick Fury. When I, Even when I'm out, I'm in. I love that. Great line. You know, I very was like, Nick Fury line. Yeah,
2: I th- actually thought it was also a little bit uh, Shaft, which, uh, yeah. you know, another oh, role yeah. that, uh, yeah. that Samuel Jackson has played. I was like, that's also a little bit of a Shaft line there, right? <laughs> which we talked a little bit about last week. Did the <laughs> the Sam
1: Jackson of the role of Nick Fury and how, like, yeah. I personally think that there was no other way to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, the outfit that he wears to that meeting with Rhodey is very Sam Jackson and not Nick Fury. Yes. You know, like Nick Fury's, like, black T-shirt leather, you know, leather sure. uh, jacket. He's and he shows up in this very suave-ass suit. And I was like, like <laughs> that is Sam Jackson coming to play. A literal Sunday best. <laughs> that's uh, the man uh, who
2: got a purple lightsaber when purple lightsabers don't exist. Yeah, Don't exist.
0: Right. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's a hundred percent what it was. Uh, great. Yeah. So, uh, you know, very excited for episode three, um, predictions. Anyone got any predictions for what we're going to see throughout the series? Any surprises you think? I,
2: you know, the question has been, it's out there and I think it's subtle in places, but I 100% 100 expect it's going to come back into focus. This question of, um, is this the end of Nick Fury? Is he too old? And it, arguably, I mean, Sam Jackson's in his 70s, if I remember correctly.
0: Uh, I think he's almost 80. Yeah, he's he's
2: up there. So, I mean, is this a, you know, meta thinking, is this a pathway for Samuel Jackson out of the MCU? I don't know, but I know I'm going to be, you know, on the edge of my seat until the end of the series.
0: Yeah, I mean, we know we get him at least once more in the Marvels. Sure, uh, But we also don't know if the Marvels is before or after this scenario. Or contemporaneous, Yeah. yeah, so we we are unsure yet. Um so we'll see whether this is it takes place before or after the Marvels. Um but yeah, no I think you're right. This this might be the way to to write out Nick Fury.
1: I I would love to make predictions about this series, but with four episodes to go in and, and show that, that you know we started out the episode talking about like the whole idea is to misdirect to make you not know what to expect or to make you believe something and then pull the rug out from under you. Uh I honestly don't think that we're going to have a complete picture of what happens in the series until the final like post-credit scene has rolled. I think that like there is there is an opportunity for something to fuck with us right up until <laughs> that moment and until then like like yeah, I can think all I want but like They like anything could change at any point. So no, at this point I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think this, you know, as much as they said it's a self-contained show, there's no way that it is, right? Like, there's it no way that they, to the show ends and then they're like, well, that was that. And then they go on to the Marvels and known the wiser. Yeah. Like, I think there's going to be something so consequential that will. And they have said that, you know, Secret Invasion, although is kind of like a one-off story, will have implications in the larger Marvel world. I think it's going to have larger implications outside of it just being like, who's the scroll? I think that's like the minor, minor part of it. I think there is yeah. a bigger ramification that we're going to see at the end of the series that is going to be much, much bigger to the the MCU as a whole. I don't just think it's like a surprise these bunch of people were scrolls. Yeah. That's not going to be the case. Yeah. Bare minimum,
1: can- I think Fury's fear comes true and humanity finds out about About the the Skrulls and about aliens in general. Yeah. And, like, there's consequences there. I think that's bare minimum we deal with the consequences. I mean, that's, like, episode
0: five. Yeah. Like, someone's gonna out themselves on TV, and that's that. Yeah, Yeah, one way or another. Whether it's a dead body... Or if somebody goes up there, like, you know, we learned that all of these heads of state are secretly Skrulls. One of them is going to dehumanize. They're going to Skrullify, and that's going to be it. It's going to throw the world into chaos, and that's definitely like an episode five thing.
2: Did you have a split second? So the uh, amazing—what's his name? Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Oh, Uh, yeah. I forgot what his real name is, but yeah. Uh, The moment where he looks like this— kind Of fascist Tucker Carlson, yep. uh right. Alex Jones type is actually a scroll. I had a split second. I was like, could we make our proto, our neo fascist? Could they be aliens and bad ones? Could we just, could we just, uh, could we just, can we just that really yeah, be the case? Like you can have wouldn't them, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, wouldn't hate wouldn't it. Hate it. <laughs> I'd be okay with it, yep. yeah. It's the frogs turning people gay, but secretly but they were the they frogs. Were, they were, scrolls all along. I mean, they it goes all the way back to long. Fantastic Four, two, four, where the, yeah. the scrolls
2: are the cows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh jeez. Oh,
0: no. Uh yeah. So uh there was episode 2 of Secret Invasion. Todd, thank you very much for joining us. We super appreciate it. Uh yeah. if people were to want to find you outside of on the podcast feed, uh where could they do that?
2: Yeah, well, uh go listen to the Superpod Hero Cast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Um my stuff, you can find me on a bunch of the socials. The handles pretty much TMP in SYR. Uh Twitter, Instagram, uh
0: TMP and Yeah. Find me out there. Great. Uh, yeah. So thanks a lot for listening to this episode. If you haven't hit subscribe, uh, subscribe yet, make sure to do so. We've got a brand new episode, uh, coming up to you this Sunday. Uh, this month we are covering all films written and or directed by women. And, uh, this, uh, coming Sunday, we've got a, we've got a really great episode for you. We're covering the film obvious child, uh, which stars Jenny Slate Oh, Um, so we're really excited about that. Um, No, I'm sorry, we're not covering that. We're actually covering in a world starring, written and directed, and starring Lake Bell. Yes, I'm sorry, I'm so like a (laughs) head because we literally just recorded that episode. So I'm like, (laughs) but in the future, you might hear that other. When does anything happen? The following week will be obvious (laughs) travel, but this coming Sunday is in a world uh, starring, written and directed by Lake Bell. Yeah, you can watch that movie um, right on freebie or on plex tv for free with ads um i found i found it easily through amazon uh, prime and it just directed me right to freebie it was super easy to watch um so if you're the type of person that watches movies before we review them that's where you can go <laughs> if not we'll see you on sunday and we'll tell you all about it yeah yeah so uh todd thanks a lot again yeah, for thanks, joining yeah. us thank you my friends. appreciate it yeah yeah and we'll see you all next time Woo.